Welcome to Faith Talk with Sagar Palani, where we explore the interaction of faith and everyday life. Join us as we dwell into inspiring stories, deep discussions, and practical insights to help strengthen your faith journey. Today's topic is how to keep your faith alive. And we look into the Gospel of Mark chapter 2, verse 1-12. through 12. The title in the Bible says Jesus heals the paralytic, but there is much more in the story that we can glean from. Mark, the author of this Gospel, wrote this in 70 AD. The chapter begins by informing us that Jesus returned to Capernaum, which is the headquarters of Jesus' evangelistic ministry overlooking at the Sea of Galilee. The story reveals the nature of Jesus, who has authority on earth to forgive sins and to heal sickness and disease. Verse 1 and 2 says, And when he returned to Capernaum after some days, it was reported that he was at home, and many were gathered together, so that there was no more room, not even at the door, and he was preaching the word to them. The major portion of Jesus' ministry consists of teaching and preaching about the kingdom of God. This was another typical day of Jesus' ministry as his disciples organized the space for more people to gather at the house. We also see the scribes among the crowd who were religious leaders in Israel here to listen to Jesus. You may wonder why they are part of this group. Probably Jesus' teachings and the large gathering attracted them. Some are genuine and some are looking to find fault with Jesus' teaching. Verse 3 and 4 says, And they came, bringing to him a paralytic carried by four men. When they could not get near him because of the crowd, they removed the roof above him, and when they had made an opening, they let down the bed on which the paralytic lay. We meet these four friends of the paralytic who went the extra mile to get what they wanted, whether it's easy or hard way to receive healing from Jesus. They could have waited for Jesus to finish his teaching and dismiss the crowd, but they decided to break in anyway. And they were not here to accept no or later as an answer. When they reached the location where Jesus was ministering and he realized there was no way they could see him sooner. They started to tear down the roof and lower the paralytic man through the roof. You can imagine how loud it was. And I wonder what was going through this paralytic person's head was going down the hole. It was now or never. Verse 5 and 7 says, And when Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Son, your sins are forgiven. Now some of the scribes were sitting there questioning in their hearts, Why does this man speak like that? He is blasphemy. Who can forgive sins but God alone? We could spend more time talking about what the scribes said and how uh, Jesus perceived their thoughts, but there is a nugget that most of us have missed. I mean, speaking about myself, is in verse 5, which says, When Jesus saw their faith. That means faith can be seen. Faith is spiritual and can be discerned spiritually because faith is of the heart and not of the head. And the faith of these paralytic friends 
played a major role in receiving healing and forgiveness of sins from Jesus. Because Hebrews 11.5 says, And without faith it is impossible to please him. For whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and he rewards those who diligently seek him. Without faith it is impossible. I believe there were many sick and paralyzed in the crowd that day, just waiting for something to happen. The only people who received from Jesus were those who approached him in faith. If you want to receive anything from God, you can appropriate your faith with action to get it done. Because without faith, it is impossible to approach God. It is impossible to have fellowship with God. And without faith, it is impossible to receive anything from God. As the scripture says, without faith, it is impossible to please God. Then how did these people get faith? Romans 10, 17 says, So faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. They should have heard Jesus teach the word of God before. And through the hearing about the word of God, faith came. But that faith without action is dead. So they kept their faith alive by acting on it. And the paralyzed man walked away praising God. His faith and the faith of his friends pleased God that day. Verse 8 and 9 says, And immediately Jesus, perceiving in his spirit that they questioning within themselves, said to them, Why do you question these things in your heart? Which is easier to say to the paralytic? Your sins are forgiven or to say, Rise, take up your bed and walk. But that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. How did Jesus perceive the scribes' thoughts? Not through his mind, but with his spirit. Not the Holy Spirit, but the human spirit. Since Jesus is born of the incorruptible seed, as Peter says in 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 23, he was born of the Holy Spirit through the Virgin Mary. His spirit was alive, unable to discern and operate through the spirit, which every born-again person must operate through their born-again spirit rather than being led by the flesh. How do we operate in the born-again spirit rather than through our minds? That we will have a separate study someday. But the point is Jesus operated in the spirit realm more than the physical realm. And faith is of the spirit man, which is why he was able to discern the faith of the people who brought the paralytic man and also the thoughts of the scribes in their heart. He said, why do you question these things in your hearts? Belief and unbelief is of the heart condition. We believe Jesus died for our sins and God raised him from the dead in our heart and not with our reasoning mind. When I say heart, it is not the physical heart that pumps blood, but the inner man, the human spirit. If the Bible is talking about the physical heart, that it means you have to believe with your body. But that's not what the Bible is referring to. In Romans chapter 10, verse 9, it says, 
if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved, right? You are saved by believing in your heart and not with your head. Next, we go to verse 9. Jesus asked the religious teachers, which is easier to say to this paralytic, your sins are forgiven or to say, rise, take up your bed and walk. Both are not easy for any man to say that because Jesus had to pay the penalty for our sins of all mankind. And through his wounds on the cross, we are healed according to 1 Peter 2.24. You see, Jesus deals with sin before he pronounces healing over the paralytic man. Sin is the root cause of all sickness and disease. When Jesus paid the penalty for sins on the cross for all mankind, sickness and disease were also done away with on that day. What if the believer gets sick? We have the provision for that too. Because the scripture says, Submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. The devil may throw sickness at you, but you can resist it by standing firm on the word and declaring the word. Jesus took my sickness and carried my disease. And you, devil, get your hands off my body. And the sickness shall leave your body. Salvation has been brought for all mankind on the cross legally. After 2,000 years, I can access that salvation virtually through the knowledge of the gospel that was preached to me. And that salvation becomes a reality to me. So is also my healing according to Matthew 8 verse 17, which says, He took our illnesses and bore our diseases. If it is not so, then salvation doesn't belong to us. And we make God a liar. But we know God is true. So along with salvation, we have access to healing, provision, and an eternal relationship with God Almighty. And we go to the next verse 11 and 12. He said to the paralytic, I say to you, rise, pick up your bed and go home. And he rose and immediately picked up his bed and went out before them all so that they were all amazed and glorified God, saying, We never saw anything like this. I heard some would say, It would be so nice if Jesus were with us physically, and life would have been much easier. Well, when Jesus was on earth, he was able to be in one place at a time and teach the crowd one location at a time. But after his death, resurrection and glorification, the Holy Spirit was poured upon all believers. Now Jesus is able to work through believers around the world at any given time. We have the written words of Jesus and also we have the guidance of the Holy Spirit for us to obey and live our lives on this earth. According to John chapter 16, verse 13, Jesus said, When the Spirit of truth comes, He will guide you into all the truth. How many? All. Not just some truth, all the truth. When we tune ourselves to the voice of the Holy Spirit, who is guiding us in all truth, we will experience 
unbroken fellowship with Father God. We will experience healing in our body and mind. As the scripture says, for all who are led by the Spirit of God are the sons of God. Don't you think the Holy Spirit in each individual is speaking to them if they are fighting any sickness in the body? The Holy Spirit in our spirit is whispering to us. I tell you, get up and walk. You are the heir of God. God is your provider. God is your healer. God is your strength. The Holy Spirit confirms with the word of God. If the person is not sensitive to the guidance of the Holy Spirit yet, we have the word of God, which says he himself bore our sins in his body on the tree that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. And by his wounds, we have been healed. 1 Peter 2.24 We can take this written word and confess with our mouth and believe in our heart we shall be healed. Isn't that scriptural? As the proverb says, life and death are in the power of your tongue. Not in God's tongue, your tongue. It is up to you to act in faith and walk in health. As some Christian denomination preach, healing is not for today. If healing is not for today, then God has to change his name. Because in the Old Testament, God declared his name, I am Jehovah Rapha. That means I am the Lord who heals you. But the scripture also says he is the same yesterday, today and forever. If he is the healer yesterday, he is the healer today and healer forever. Amen. And finally, what we can take away from this study. I put down three points. The one is your faith in God works if you put your faith into action. Just like the friends of the paralytic man. And the second point would be, nothing is too hard for God. Because he has already paid the price for our salvation. Which comes with an eternal relationship with God, healing and provision. Which is the part and parcel of the gospel. And the third point, as Jesus set an example how to walk in the spirit man. Every born-again believer can operate through his born-again spirit, who was born in the image and in the likeness of God, who is born after Christ. Amen. Hope you enjoyed this study. Keep faith alive and continue to walk in the light. We'll see you in the next episode. God loves you. We love you. And Jesus is Lord. <laughs>